0: happy Monday thanks for we're trying to share and get everything out there right now but good morning if you can see us um hello hello uh good Monday morning wow Thanksgiving week where does the time go I have no idea uh I I just I I don't know where the time goes, but uh, I hope you are starting this Monday morning off being extremely thankful for everything you have. Uh, We should start every Monday morning off that, or better yet, every morning. But, you know, Thanksgiving week brings it up to the surface, right? Um, So thanks for joining Healthy Soul Radio. Uh, If you haven't had a chance yet, go ahead and, um, you know, like the Healthy Soul Radio page on Facebook, Healthy Soul Radio on Instagram. We have a website where you can write in and ask questions or if you need prayer or whatever it is that you need, um, www.healthysoulradio.com. You're going to have to excuse my voice today. Yesterday we had a big uh, cheer showcase for my kids. It's the beginning of the all-star cheer season. For those of you that know me, know that I'm a freaky cheer mom. Mm -hmm. Um, But I promise you, there are more freaky cheer moms where I come from. They get way freakier than me. I promise you that. Um, So, I have no voice because I was screaming for my kids because they're awesome. So, anyhow, I am here with the amazing and beautiful and a million other things that we could call her, Fabulous Victoria Rangel-Tunstall. Good morning. Hello. Hello. So, say hello to the people. So, um, I'm blessed to be here with her and um, you're going to get to hear us talk a lot about uh, Victoria's life and and our lives together. But... um, Gosh, I've known Victoria now. Okay, how many years has it been? Twelve. Okay, so... Victoria has been married to my cousin, Seth, my hunky husband. I call him men of Facebook because he's a babe. Um, Sometimes he takes his shirt off like a big stud. Uh, Men of Facebook. So um, she's been married to my cousin, Seth, for 12 years. So I've known her for 12-plus years now. Um, Had a beautiful wedding on New Year's Eve. So you are getting ready to celebrate yet another anniversary, which is awesome. It will be 12
1: next month
0: unbelievable so yeah breaking down statistics man it's a tough world out there not everybody makes it to 12 years so um so victoria married my um my cousin seth and we have known each other ever since and used to kind of see each other, you know, of course, at family gatherings and on Facebook. We we're Facebook friends and um, really have gotten to spend a lot of time with her. And, and whenever we would go to family functions, we were kind of drawn to each other and we're both chatty Cathy's and, ah, you know, yes. spastic. Um, and so that was always fun. But, you know, we've been able to really get to know each other um, really well, gosh, probably the last year and a half, maybe two years. So, um, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But, um, so Victoria, tell me, um, you know, this is just kind of an intro. Tell me a little bit, you know, about, about your, your life and, and, and your husband and,
1: and your kiddo. And, and what does that look like for you? I'm blessed. I have a fabulous marriage life. Um, I married my one, my one true love. I knew exactly when I saw him. We met in Palm Springs at a gang conference, and because we both are sheriff deputies together, we were in Palm Springs I was with my girls, he with his with his boys. And as soon as I saw him walk across the pool, I'm all, "Who's that?
0: That's my man. That's
1: that's that's my husband." And we talked all night. We. Just hung out and always were together since, since June 24th.
0: And so from that day, how long was it before you got engaged and then married?
1: We met June 24th, got engaged in February, and was married that same year in December. So about a year and a half. Yes. From start to
0: finish. Yep. And yeah. then the rest is history. The
1: rest is history. And when I met him, he already had a daughter.
0: Yeah.
1: She was three, so instant doll for me. And yeah. loved her. And just, uh, she's 16 now.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And then we Where does the time go? I know. We finally were able to have one together. At 42, I had my first child.
0: And we are going to talk about that in a bit.
1: Yes. And um, our little boy, Troy... He's so cute. So, yes, he is adorable and love monkey. So, and in with work, Seth and I met together at the sheriff's department, and I've been there for, I just celebrated 28 years wow. at the sheriff's department.
0: Wow. And Seth's been there how long? He'll, uh, December will be
1: 19. Wow.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, coming up on like 50 years for the both of you. I mean, yes. tw- yeah, that's crazy. Yes. Crazy. Wow. So nutty. So nutty. So, um, what do you, what do you like to do in your, in your spare time? What do you, I could probably answer this question for you. Because <laughs> I always, but you tell me, what do you like to do in your spare time? What are your hobbies besides being a total babe?
1: Yeah. Wow. I guess, you know, through the years, it's just kind of changed with age and, because I was single up until 37. yeah. So it was all about the girlfriends and having fun yeah. and now being married. It's just hanging out with other families yeah. with my son's or my daughter's kids. And just doing that, just cel- celebrating people's birthdays and life and traveling. We have places in Palm Springs. We go to Hawaii. So um, sometimes downtime is a good time.
0: Yeah. But you are... The queen of being a babe.
1: I really love my makeup. <laughs> I love doing. I'm honest. Um, the more glitter, the better. And fairy dust and bubbles. unicorns. Lots and, of baubles. Yes, I got my baubles on today. Yes. And and my big bobble is on my left hand, which yes. I love. Yes, we love I'm, those left-hand bobbles. I tell him never, I, I never will have this upgraded because it's my first and beautiful, and I love it.
0: Yes, good, good, good. Yes. So, yeah, you are always dressed to the nines. And actually, you know me, y'all. I would do this radio show in my jammies, for real. Um, <laughs> but when I'm with when with Victoria, I decided to put on a nice sweater and some nice black pants today. And you look fabulous. So I didn't look homeless. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Victoria's going to be on the show today. I better put some makeup on. And, you know, she's just the queen of, of looking like a babe. So, but there um, is a
1: reason for that. For 28 years, I'm a sheriff. I'm wearing 100% wool yeah. with combat boots. Oh my gosh. Strapping a belt on with every little gadget you can think of, yeah. hairs up in a ponytail. So, when I'm out of work, I like to yeah. feel like a girl. Yeah. And I like to wear nice clothes and yeah. be pretty. So that's I think that's the whole reason why I like to do my hair and makeup out of work, to yeah. feel like a girl. Totally.
0: Well, good. And, and those are kind of some of the things that we're going to get into today. So if um, you're listening right now or you're watching on Facebook, um, we would love for you to share this post. If you know Victoria, if you know me, share this post. We're going to have um, some, some fun things to talk about today. And you know, some emotional things to talk about today. So, um, I really have been having so much fun having so many different kinds of guests on. I don't want the same kind of guests all the time, and there are some things that you and I have talked about, um, you know, in our personal conversations that have really struck me and and spoke to my heart, and so, um, I am excited to, to kind of talk through those things with you today. So, um, you know, we're gonna get into, um, being a deputy sheriff. Um, but the first thing that you mentioned was, you know, having a kid at the age mm-hmm. of 42. Um, and, and there's other women out there that do that. And then there's some women who have their kid, first kids at, I don't know, 15, 18. Right. Some of those right. you have in the, in the jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you <laughs> delivered a baby once. We were yes. talking about that when we were <laughs> in Utah a couple weeks ago. Yes. But tell me, um, you know, you got married at a little bit of a later age, yes. And you guys knew that you wanted kids together, which is so awesome and admirable. And it, and it took you know a while. So tell me about the joys and the and the and the scariness of having a kid at, at forty two.
1: I was ready. I mean, I was definitely was, I was ready at thirty seven when I did get married, and it just took a little bit longer. And when I finally. Was pregnant. I actually had a great pregnancy. Good. I felt really good. I only gained 10 pounds, oh, but then again nice. I was heavier, okay. so I think he was eating my fat, which <laughs> is okay. <laughs> so I only gained 10 pounds, and I really had a great pregnancy, and I loved it. I felt really good. I think it was when he was finally able to start walking and then running like a toddler that that's when it really caught up to me and my my weight and not being able to want to play with my own son. And, oh, let's just sit and play on the carpet and let's not go outside and go to the park and go play. And, you know, just one day he just really wanted to play and let's do this and let's do that. And I really had to look deep inside and go, do I want him to remember me? by just mom or the cool mom who plays Nerf guns and plays basketball and wrestles with me and does, you know, sword fighting. And I just really, that's when I kind of met you again. And we really started talking and started seeing your journey. And I really, I I needed to do something. And so, I mean, I was great. At my age, and I think I'm wiser because I've been able to travel and do so much as a mom, but to be physical with my son as a mom was a, different just story. Was a totally different story.
0: Yeah. And so how has that changed now? Are you playing basketball and Nerf guns and oh, all that stuff?
1: every day. Every day. And, oh, I don't let him win. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to learn now that you there's a winner and a loser when yeah. you play a game. <laughs> So sometimes my husband gets mad at me cuz he's like really he's only 5. <laughs> I love it. I but love it. It's it's fun and he's getting better. Yeah. He he can beat me now. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, "Really? Yeah. Uh, game on." Yeah. So yeah. it's it's really fun and he just he enjoys it and I love when he just asks me, "You know, can we play basketball?" Can we? Our big thing is playing pig because Horse is a little too long. So we'll, we'll play pig. I don't we, even know what that is. Well, I'll shoot a basket. If I make it, then he has to shoot where I shot it from. Okay, got it. If he makes it, then nobody gets. A, he doesn't get a letter. But if he misses it, he gets a P. Okay, so, so these are
0: boy-mom things.
1: These are boy-mom things. And the Nerf guns, we had to buy masks because he likes to shoot in the face. So we bought masks, and we have skeleton masks. We have... Um, stormtrooper mask, and I have now a, a pirate mask. So we literally mm. turn off the lights and run around the house and shoot each other, and it's awesome.
0: That is so great. It's see, great.
1: see I don't. Sorry,
0: I, I am a mom of girls. Uh, we dream in pink. Yesterday we picked we picked up at the uh, at the cheer showcase an air mat from Air Mat Products, and it's like a ten foot long blow up air mat so that the girls can tumble. So I dream in those things, and then you dream in basketball.
1: Well, what's good is I did that with Audrey, so it was all the pink glitter nail fun. Yeah. Stuff stuff and with him it's 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 just all boy stuff all blue stuff yeah. so my husband built a batting cage in his backyard yeah. so they could do that he's in the midst of building him this huge clubhouse right now which is so amazing fun. so he's almost done and it's just boys, boy stuff and I, I love it yeah I, I just
0: take it. my kids to the nail salon which is almost as expensive <laughs> for all three of them as going to uh, building a batting cage in the backyard
2: Right, I'm telling right.
0: you, it's like crazy. So, okay, good. So, tell me, um, gosh, I really want to get into um, you know, we talked about that you were a deputy sheriff um, yes. and you've done that for the last 28 years. Yes. And you're actually getting ready to, to retire. And we're going to talk three about months. that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Not that she's counting or anything. Yeah, three months. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But, um, you know, You've been a deputy sheriff for 28 years, but while you were a deputy deputy sheriff, because you're the queen of being a babe, you were also a, a plus-size model. Yes. And, and one of the conversations that we had really, really stuck to me. So tell me what that plus size model life looked like you had the beauty but there were some times when you went in where you couldn't get the job for certain reasons so Mm -hmm. just talk to me a little bit about how you wound up getting into that and then what that life looked like in comparison to what life looks like now on the other side of that because you are you are a health coach and so we, we haven't really talked about that yet but um going from plus size model to health coach I mean opposite end of the spectrum
1: Definitely. I think because at that time, I was 27 when I started modeling, and it just kind of fell in my lap, was just very fortunate and lucky. My sister, Maria, who was an actress for a long time. And
0: they're all beautiful. There's three of them, and they're all gorgeous.
1: (laughs) We have a great mom, grandma, aunt Jean line. Holy smokes. It's very fortunate. And my sister going through auditions and everything, always them telling her, Well, you need to lose weight because my sister's a lot shorter than me. I'm the Jolly Green giant of all my sisters <laughs> and I'm the baby. So I was always tall. I'm five nine and my sister's only five three, five yeah. four. And so because she's smaller, her weight and she needed to be really tiny. And so she really liked the industry and she also did makeup. She did hair makeup. She also did photography. So while she was doing that, she was doing a lot of models and then she started shooting plus size models. And she was seeing them, but then looking at me going, Wow, you could do this. Yeah. And I basically told her, I have my career. I'm already six years into being the sheriff deputy. I'm good. Yeah. I was a size 12, 14 at the time. And she's like, well, you could do it on the side. Yeah. So I said, "Okay, you can do my hair. You can do my makeup. Let's take pictures. They're better than glamour shots at the time. Sure, sure. They're amazing. So glamour shots. She yes. I, isn't that funny. That's showing my age. So she sent them off to <laughs> New York. Both of our ages. She sent them off to New York, and we actually got letters back saying some saying yes, some saying no, and some saying, well, if you come in, we'll see you.'
0: That really just showed your A's your age sending letters back. There were no emails. Right. There right. was nothing. No, no, not, nothing at Got all. Got letters back.
1: So because I was single and I had my money and I was good, she's like, hey, let's take a trip to New York. Why not? Hey, let's go. I've never been. And so we went and we saw the agency that wanted me and they wanted to sign me right there. So my sister was basically my manager saying, No 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 she's not ready. We're gonna go somewhere else. So we walked into Ford modeling Maria. agency. We did not have an appointment. They actually told us no on paper, but we just sat in the office waiting for somebody. And sure enough, somebody came by and said, oh, are you waiting for somebody? And we said, yes, we're waiting for her. Oh, she's on vacation. Oh, you can come in tomorrow to see so-and-so instead. We're like, okay, so we did. And they signed me right then and there. Persistence. So I'm going back home going, I'm a full-time sheriff deputy. I just bought my own home on my own two years ago. And I'm supposed to leave to go to model in New York City. So I put in my slip for a year leave of absence and off I went to live in New York for a whole year. Wow. And plus size modeled. With that was kind of the struggle, the tug and pull of staying the same weight, but also being still physically fit Yeah. because I had to be big. So trying to go from eating the hamburger and the cheeseburger to also maintaining a physical fit body because I did bathing suits, I did bras, I did underwear, I did you know any gamut of whatever season it was. Okay. So try and, and when you're in New York, you are walking everywhere. So I was actually losing weight. So I walked into the agency because you're constantly we didn't have phones then. Yeah. We had no phones at all, so you had to go into the agency all the time. And I sat down and my agent looked at me and said. Uh, um, you're looking way too thin. What size are you? She literally pulled out the measuring tape and said, you need to go down the street and you need to go eat a cheeseburger and a French fry and order shake. Because you are looking way too thin. Wow. And I basically told her I can pad myself. She's like, because I have a job for you to go to tomorrow and you need to be a size 16. <laughs> and note to self, this is our little model insight thing. We would actually buy a bra two sizes bigger than what we were, and we would pad it. We would sew in padding, okay. and we would also get padding. You would go to the, um, the fabric store and buy that, that stuffing padding, oh my gosh. and you would sew it into bigger underwear, so you would make yourself bigger. So I, would make my, I had paddings for a size 16, and I had padding for a size 18-20. I mean, my, talk about mind blowing—like blowing your mind away. Because they wanted you to be big, but they wanted your face to be thin and beautiful. Because the bigger you were, the bigger your face was. Wow. So that I almost lost the Hanes hosiery panty line, pantyhose line that I—I I, I had a contract for five years. I almost lost it because my legs were too thin. And as you know, you do
0: have great legs.
1: <laughs> I have probably a size like eight like a size 8 person's legs and I'm a size 14. Yeah. I do ha- and that runs in our family. We all have great legs. We just have the ottero hips, the Mexican hips. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. But I almost I almost lost that contract. So they had to kind of squish my legs, my my calves to make it look bigger. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy and this that's the modeling business and that's how they <clears> just tweak everything
0: so now on the other side of that Mm -hmm. you're you know you're still a deputy you're 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 you know no no longer do plus size modeling because now you're not plus size because i did it
1: for 13 years yeah it's crazy
0: and um and now you've realized okay i could still continue to do this Mm -hmm. if i wanted to Mm -hmm. because you were plus size Mm -hmm. but now you've lost how much weight I've lost
1: 60 pounds, 60 pounds. So with that 60 pounds, she's no longer plus size. Well, I am plus size is from 10 to 10 up, but I don't want to be, I, I don't, I, I don't want to be in that category. I don't want to be because you want to be healthy because you're, a mom. I want to be healthy because I'm, because I, I, I went from modeling to being a mom. Yeah, and I'm a mom that wants to be in a healthy in a different way. Yeah, I loved the life then. It was great. I had met amazing people, had a great experience.
0: Yeah, but the that but that world told you go eat hamburgers and French right. fries and shakes. Right, which um, you know is sometimes fun. It's sometimes you, fun if you yes. want to have a gut <laughs> rot. But, um, but on the other side of this, this world tells you. You need to be healthy if you want to live longer for your kid. Exactly. You need to be, you need to have more energy. You need to have all these things. And so now you're actually on the opposite of that. But the important part of this message is that you're beautiful
1: at any weight. That was, I was featured in a magazine. Yeah. And they asked me, what, what is your motto? What's your tagline? And mine was, beauty has no size. Yeah. And they literally put my picture and printed that on the page. Yeah. Beauty has no size. It has no size. It, and, and no age. It has no age yeah. and no size.
0: And I, and I would have to say that that is absolutely true no matter what, even in, in our health coaching, because I talk to women that are 120 pounds and I talk to women that are 380 pounds and they're all beautiful. Beauty has no size. When we talk healthy, mm-hmm. then, then we have to do things to get healthy. But to, to every woman out there, no matter what your size, you are beautiful. Yes. And that is how God created you. And that is so important to remember. Um, you know, sometimes when people go on a weight loss journey, people are so just gnarly about saying, well, you are totally beautiful at, at that weight. Why are you trying to lose any, any weight? that's not it. It's not the beauty. Yes, you're going to be beautiful at 140 pounds or 380 pounds, whatever it is. It's being healthy so that you can live a beautiful, longer
1: life. And it was really hard for me to, for people to say to me, oh, you're so beautiful. Because growing up, I was a very chunky child. Yeah. Very chunky. I mean, my nicknames were were hamster and gordita. Gorda means fat in Spanish. Yeah. So I grew up with that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was always bigger than my sisters. Yeah. So it was very, and I was, my sisters were cheerleaders. I was an athlete. Yeah. So I used my size for that, playing volleyball, basketball, you Mm -hmm. know, as captain, everything. So to me, I was very physical. And when modeling started coming around, I mean, really not until in my 20s, I kind of started blossoming. Right. And then where the beauty that people see on the outer of me came from. So I still live in my childhood head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of us <laughs> do. A lot of us do. A lot of, I and I think just life in general, we live in our past. Mm-hmm. We live in our past and the things that people have said to us. I mean, that's why people have hurt because it's hard to let go you know, of those things. And so whether it's the kids calling you fat when, or, you know, gorda, mm-hmm. you know, or hamster, whatever those things that they called you when you were in grade school, or it's, you know, a husband that says horrible mm-hmm. things to you, or maybe when you were in, a, a sophomore in high school, not you, but, you know, you were called stupid. We live right. in our past. Right. And and what we, what we forget to understand is that, the past is a past you cannot go back and change it all you can do is be in control of the days ahead forward. of you of the days ahead of you yes. it doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't hurt right. but it just means that we it does so much damage to us if we choose to hang on to it and look i mean you still have tears <laughs> you still have tears you know, I still have tears from 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 my childhood. Um, yeah, it's a whole nother whole nother radio <laughs> show. But you know, the the you know people that we love the most can hurt us the most, but also right. people that don't even matter um, can hurt us. I remember I was outside of my favorite Italian restaurant, Biagio's, in Lake Forest. Shout out to my Biagio's crew. Mm-hmm. I know some of you listen. Um, and this was about ten years ago, and I have always had booty like. Major booty. I mean, come on, you know. So, um, someone put a sticket note on my car, and this was ten years ago. I was a grown woman, and I wasn't even at my heaviest. And they put this sticket note. I mean, someone really had to go out of their way to do this, and said, "You have the biggest mm-hmm. a ass. Mm-hmm. And I won't say it because my kids might be listening. Ass I've ever seen in my life. Disgusting." Oh. And that was 10 years ago. Someone had to go into their car, grab a stick it note, right. write on that stick it note, and they put it on my car window. And, you know, I'm at my favorite restaurant with my family, and I walk out to the stick it note on my car, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know? Nice. Right? So... <laughs> What there all, there's so many of us that are trying to get over just little things that happen to us either from people that we love or people that we don't even know, but that will always stick in my head, you know? So, um, we're going to take a break in a couple minutes and we're going to come, um, we're going to come back and talk about, you know, what looking, you know, what being a deputy sheriff for 28 years has meant as a woman. Um, as mm-hmm. a beautiful woman, I mean, in a, in a jail with, with men and women. And I mean, you've kind of gone through different positions there. Yes. Um, but as a woman in authority, you, 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 you talked about it earlier, suited and booted, you, you get on <laughs> your, your wool outfit and you put on your combat boots and you strap a gun to your hip. What else is on your hip? What else do you have on there?
1: Pepper spray.
0: Hair, um, I was going to say hairspray. Hair <laughs> <laughs> That's the old life. <laughs> Handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got all sorts of stuff on there. So as a woman mm. going in and, you know, I'm sure you've come up to some scary situations. You've had to yes. hold your own. And, and and also, too, I remember the story of you telling me how you were in your biggest uniform. Yes. And your goal was to go, before you retired, into the archives because mm-hmm. they archive your pants. No, your I, I have...
1: Kept my pants. Oh, you've kept them. Okay, so got I archived them in my closet.
0: Yes. So mm-hmm. your goal is to go back and put on your smallest pair of pants.
1: I have one more to go.
0: Yeah, one more size. And I've
1: been through three already.
0: That's crazy. That I've
1: gone down three. That's insane. Size. Yes.
0: So three more months. And three more got months. One more pants size. One more pants. One more pants size. They're
1: they're they're up. They're a little zip. It's <laughs> like the it's like the lay down on the bed yes. and,
0: and like I mean if someone could have you know as a woman you know when you try to get into your favorite pants you have to lay on the bed you lay on the bed and you're like squiggling you like it. all your butt in there and like your your you know your chubby side fat and and you're trying to get the zipper up and sometimes you pinch your skin and then you start bleeding and <laughs> so you know it's not pretty there, there should be a reality show about that yes um, or something someone needs to do a viral YouTube video about that kind of stuff but we're gonna come back we're just gonna okay. take a little. Break break a little potty Sounds break good. a little water break and uh, come back and talk about victoria and what that has looked like um and what her future is looking like and also the last 10 minutes we're going to take some questions so if anybody has any questions about anything that we've talked about or beyond um feel free to to call in so we're going to go to Sounds break good yep all right
3: you have been listening to hope radio 24 com. Q the Music Entertainment provides professional entertainment for your weddings, birthdays and anniversary parties, retirement parties, holiday parties, bar and bat mitzvahs and quinceaneras, debutante balls, graduation parties, welcome home parties, and so much more that include DJ, hosting, special lighting, and even a photo booth serving the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, Orange, and San Diego counties, contact us today at 888-580-7979 or 714-865-5086. And make sure to visit our website at www.theletterqthemusicdj.com. That's www.theletterqthemusicdj.com because when it's time to celebrate, it's time to cue the music. Attention business owners, are you looking for fast, reliable and affordable IT service that will boost your company's success? Then get in touch with my friends down at Onsite Computing and they will give you what you need. Call them today at 951-339-2409. The goal of on-site computing is to help businesses use technology, run more efficient, and become more competitive. So call them today at 951-339-2409. Again, that number is 951-339-2409. And tell them Sean sent you. Godspeed, my friends. Cordorama, Cordorama, Cordorama is coming December 8th. Mark your calendars. Our world famous Cordorama fundraiser for Hope Recovery Center is December 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. right here in Corona. We are going to have it at Corona Friends Church, 1220 West Ontario Avenue. That's right, December 8th, Cordorama fundraiser for Hope Recovery Center. Why? Because everything we do at Hope is no charge. It's for free. So in order to keep these doors open, we have to have these amazing fundraisers. And this one is awesome, you guys. Bring your kids. Bring your mom. Bring your dad. Come out. Win some prizes. Have dinner on us. And just enjoy the evening. Godspeed, my friends, and we will see you December 8th.
0: Hey, that was a good song. I don't know if you guys were listening to that, but good song. Okay, my bracelets are making so much noise. I'm going crazy. I'm going to take them off. I can hear them um, as they hit the table. My husband always says, your bracelets are so loud. Um, (laughs) Shout out to my hubby, Russ, in Seattle. Hi, bubs. Love you. Miss you. Um, Okay, so we are going to talk about Deputy Sheriff. Yes. What made you want to go into being in being the law enforcement?
1: It was a childhood dream of mine ever since I was seven years old. Being at school, you know, you had career day and yeah. a police officer, um, two of them came in, a man and a woman. And I was just in awe. I had never seen a female cop before. I really wish, I mean, I was seven, that I would remember who she was, yes. because I would thank her, like yeah. how amazing was that? And I think too, um, you know, being being little, my mom had us three girls and, and a, right after I was born, divorced my dad. And so it wasn't until I was six years old that my mom remarried. And I guess in my mind it was, oh, you have to marry somebody to have a house and have a home. And I'm like, I want to do it on my own. Yeah. So I wanted to be be somebody strong. And I I mean, I love my stepdad. I don't want to take anything away. Right, of course. My mom's still married to him. Love him. He stepped in as an amazing dad and father and stuff. And, you know, my dad was still also there and he's still alive and we have... A great relationship I, I have two great dads good so it's just I think to me I I wanted to be able to support myself sure and I just felt that was we really didn't have women superheroes yeah. Wonder Woman was just kind of coming into it but everything was all Batman and and Superman and everybody else and I just want to do something on my own I think I was always just really strong into nobody's gonna take care of me I'm gonna take care of myself and if I'm going to meet somebody, we are going to be partners together. Yeah. If I can take care of him, great. If he can take care of me, great. But I know I can take care of myself. Yeah. So that was just always in my head. So I knew going into high school, I wanted to be a cop. So I knew choices, make good choices, make good friends. I, I was never the one to ditch school. I, I came from a Catholic upbringing and Catholic schoolgirl. So yeah. I, was, I was a good girl. I, I was always called the good girl in high school yeah and and then went to college and right after college I graduated in May had my summer um, applied for the sheriff's department in September boom in the academy at 21 in November the wow. same year Wow, I just knew what I wanted my life went exactly how I wanted yeah because I knew what I wanted to do what my career wanted to be. My love life was different, but that's okay. Sure, (laughs) Yeah, you wind up with the right one. We can never count on that. But it took me a while, and I went through many stars and found my North beautiful star. Good, good, good. It was just everything I wanted it to be. I think because after six years of being a deputy, um, the modeling kind of came in, so I think my path kind of just went a different way in that career. But I don't regret it. But being first on, being female... You were dealing with, uh, it was in 89, so really the men who were coming in were all kind of coming in from the armed forces who were oh, Marines, okay. who were armies. Hardcore. And hardcore. And here I am, this, you know, girl with red, I actually had red hair then, fire red hair and and stuff. So it was long nails. It was funny. But in my heart and soul, this is what I wanted to do, just because the shell on the outside told a different picture yeah. of of being more feminine. Yeah. This is what I wanted to do. And no one was going to tell me, um, that you can't do it. I wasn't going to quit because they'll tell you every day, you ready to sign that paper, you know, DOR. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy drop on your own. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm staying in. And at that time, I mean, we were there till like eight o'clock at night. People now through the academy, they're out at five o'clock, or you have to pay them overtime. We didn't have overtime pay. Yeah, and I mean, we were running hard. You were fighting up against the guys, everything, because when you are a chef deputy,
0: you have you to go do that in
1: real life. Up against guys, you go up against girls. So, but I think I used my sports aspect for that, and plus I was the only girl, only girl my age on the block where they were all boys. Like I had my sisters, and there was other girls, but they they their age because they're older than me so the boys my age were either you know you play with us or stay on the porch so I I knew how to play football I knew how to play basketball so it helped you it helped me yeah I even played football for the sheriff's department team and I was captain I mean I am Dang girl a football like Cowboys football stud yeah so I love to play the game and I'll play it hard yeah. I'm very competitive, very sports competitive.
0: So in your 28 years, have you gone through different positions? Like kind of give me the Reader's Digest version. Like what different things have you done in, you know, in your in your career? Or have you always done what you're doing now?
1: Um, different aspects. We have different positions. So early on, I worked the floor. So when you arrested somebody because we're sheriff, because you're in the jail, we're in the jails. You did uncuff. And so you they came right in, kicking, screaming. You had to search them, uncuff them. A lot of them had drugs on them, weapons on them, everything. So you had to deal with that. Or they were on something, and they turned oh on gosh. you. And they threw a punch, or they tried to swing at you, and you had to protect yourself. Were you ever scared? No.
0: Never? No. Mm-hmm. You've never been in a scary situation?
1: Well... The situations are scary, yeah. but I wasn't scared. Yeah. I think I come from the protective mode. Yeah. And the will flight. to survive. Yeah. And that's, that's just me. I mean, even when I'm not in uniform, I'm out. Like, Seth and I, my husband is Seth. When we're places, we see things. Yeah. That maybe other people aren't noticing. Got it. Because that's how you're trained. That Yes. It's just our radar, and we just know it. And we can either just turn around and walk away and just revert, you know, got it. go away. But so there's all, all different areas. I've worked in the housing area where then they are going to be there for a little while. So you have to deal with them on a daily basis, you know, make sure they get their mail and their shower and their food and all that stuff. You know, you have the roof out aspect where they go to the roof. They go to the courts and stuff. So there's so many entities of the sheriff's department. Yeah. And, you know, you got patrol. You have narcotics and drugs and things like that. So yeah. It's just a wide spectrum, and I I'm happy that it's it's ending. I'm sad that it's ending. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've met great people. I mean, I'm working with girls that I can, I'm their mother's age. So, I'm like, it's time to go. Yeah. When you're called ma'am, it's time to go. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I need to go now. I need to Um, go now.
0: So, you've talked about really the tough side of things, like fight or flight, like these people could pull knives on you or whatever. But what about the side, and we talked about this a little bit, where, you know, you work in the jail. So, sometimes you're seeing the same people for a long period of time. And maybe you get attached Or maybe you just have some type of a soft spot, which your career has told you not to be a softie. Right. And now, and we're going to talk about this in a second, and now you're coming on the other side of this and going to retire from from being, Mm -hmm. you know, a deputy sheriff. And you're exchanging your gun for something else where you have to be a softie. But talk to me about the moments where you've had moments with these men or women where you feel like
1: gosh I think what I just said made a difference or give me an example of how that happens for you I don't think it's being a a softy I think it comes from experience and the fact that I've been there that long that a a lot of them it's a revolving door it really is they they come in a mess coming off whatever drugs that they're on we are there to make sure they get fed three times a day get their shower get their medication and within a couple of days that life just springs back into them yeah and you really get to know them because of them constantly coming in yeah and now that i've been there 28 years and they're now in their 40s also i'll kind of ask them how long have you been coming in for about 20 years deputy yes so i i think we've kind of have a little bit more of a relationship so now. you see a lot of the same faces. Oh, a lot of the same faces. Oh, and I said, so are you grandma now? Because I know you were pregnant at one time. And they say yes. I'm like, okay, so, and your kids, where are your kids? Well, my mom has my kids. Why does your mom have your kids? You're the mom. Yeah. So you just get real with them. And I think because I am a mom now, yeah. I cannot see myself not being with my kids. Yeah. Like, I will do whatever it takes to be with my kids. As my health is my life, Yeah. I will make sure that I am healthy to stay with my kids. Because, yeah. yes, my husband can raise my kids, but dang it, I want to raise no my kids. No one can replace mom. So I really get into their emotional, their side, yeah. and the talk to them, not motivation. as a deputy. Right, but. Yeah. Really get to it going, why is your mom taking She already raised you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: She already raised you. You need to be raising your kids. Yeah. I go through the holidays. Oh, God. Christmas is coming around the corner. Who's going to be there when Santa comes to the door? Who's going to be there? Your grandmother, you're going to miss out on that Christmas. You're going to miss out on Thanksgiving. You're going to miss out on their birthday. Yeah. I mean they just kind of stare at look at me and all the deputies always tell me, "You just made her cry." I said, "I just made her think. reach into her soul and say, I am not going to do this anymore." Yeah. How much lower do you need to get for somebody else to be raising your child? Yeah. Because you're doing exactly what they're going to do because they think that's okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. When are you going to be finally saying, I'm going to stop the process? Because daddy's in jail. Who's going to be the one to finally say, I'm going to make a difference in my child's life? Yeah. So really when I talk to them, it's almost talking to me. Yeah. And making sure that I am present yeah. with, my, with my son. You know, there are things that are going on with Audrey. She's 16 years old, wanting to be 21. Of course. So, you know, as a girl, we can only do so much. And we just want to make sure that what we have taught them, that they do take it when they are adults.
0: And, you know, that's a a perfect segue because you're retiring in three months. What's your Mm -hmm. date?
1: I don't know the exact date yet. I know yeah. after January 29th, because I turned on fi- uh, January twenty eighth because I turned fifty on January twenty eighth, yeah. and that's the the magic number because you get your <laughs> extra three percent. So yeah, the
0: and then March and is the nice.
1: magic number, and then March is the um, cost of living. So between that date and March, yeah. So right th- right in the middle. So Got right it. in about three months. Soon, soon,
0: soon. Um, so you know, I love what you what you just said that you that you're really reaching into their soul and saying, Hey, you need to change this because your kids are following after you and they're gonna think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're hanging up and I'm gonna let you tell it, but you're you're hanging up your, your belt mm-hmm. and you're going into another line of service. in mm-hmm. um, being a health coach where you're also doing the same exact thing that you're doing in the jail. Right. By looking at people saying you have to model this, you've got to get healthy, you've got yes. to do all these things, but instead of mental health from the jail, right. it's physical health with health coaching. But it, but it's also mental health. Are you kidding me? Like we are we are bigger women because the mental goes along with it with the physical, mm-hmm. or you know, and the emotional. I mean, all those things. So. So tell me about how excited you are to, to hang up that belt and what that looks like for you. And I know it's an emotional topic.
1: It is because when we first started talking about just just of me and losing the weight. I mean that was just emotional going through it and yeah, the weight sure. that came off and just how amazing I felt and of course people were noticing and I kept on saying, Okay, Tracy, this person wants to do program and you kept on, Victoria, don't you wanna coach them? I'm like, No, no, no. I don't have time to so, coach your people. <laughs> exactly. So finally I, I, I was when I was talking to Seth, I'm like, Well, maybe I could at least pay for my food. Let at least do that. Yeah. So I said, Okay, I'll do it. So of course we put my picture out there and bam, just instant people wanted to do my program. Can we do a shout out to your your first client? Woohoo! Dan. Dan the man! Epic! Yes. And from there, it just, I think what it was, was I stopped saying no to coaching, but yes to coaching. And because Dan was amazing and I had other clients too. Can you tell me how much Weight your first client lost. Dan was three hundred and forty-one pounds. And you guys were in the academy. Dan and together. I went through the academy together in nineteen eighty-nine, and he retired um, when he started a year and a half ago. Crazy. And he, because he reached out to me and saw my journey and said, "Okay, I'm retiring. I need something." And I said, "This is the best thing I've ever done. Give me thirty days. Just give me thirty days." He said, "Okay," and he was rock solid thirty days. Every day, and I thought this was just normal. Every day, because he was my first client, he would put his little little chubby toes yeah on the scale and screenshot it. So every day, I would see his weight loss. I loved it. And then after after a good month, I'm like, okay, Dan, you don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> and he's like, no, I need to. And I'm like, okay, because then I was getting acquiring more clients.
2: Yeah, and they weren't doing that, so which yeah. was
1: funny. I kept them saying, let me see your pretty toes on the scale. <laughs> I still do it now because I think I think they should. We're going to have a come-to-toes moment. We're going come to come-to-toes moment. But what was funny was his toes were shrinking. Which they were. Actually, they totally, were I know.
0: I, his which first I really loved it. His first picture to his it. last
1: pictures, his toes look totally different. So what I was seeing was. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Because people have seen his before pictures. 156 pounds. Yes, to see his, his, even his during pictures Were amazing. So to me to know that, wow, like, is this what I'm doing? Is this what I'm doing? And then women I did also coach was their results were amazing. Yeah. So it was almost just taking the sheriff badge and putting the health badge on. Yeah. And just so good. Guiding people to health and knowing that they're not people from the jails that I can actually really get to know them and love them and, and hold their hand and say, I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to cry with you. I'm going to, I'm going to yell at you and I'm going to cry with you. So whereas inmates, you have this wall, there's this wall, this shield that you can't get close to. So in this aspect, I love that. I love that. It's really broke down a lot of my walls. Yeah, I was just and I never you. cried so much in my life. Oh my gosh. Yes. But, Follow the leader. <laughs> but I really love what it's doing. And then when I was doing it, I really didn't feel like I was on a diet. That it was just something I every two hours, two and a half hours, I ate and I felt good. Yeah, and I like I like the food yeah. and some foods I loved. And it wasn't a, I mean it's not a diet; it's a lifestyle. It it's is a science, so, so it's I, a whole I, different ball game. I think when my husband really saw that it was just so easy for me, he then okay, um, I think I want to try it one weekend. Okay, great. So I felt good and he loved it and. He lost 50 pounds. Yeah. I mean, I am literally less than when I met my husband. So, so now he's never yeah, seen me at this weight.
0: Woohoo! So I provided a way mm. for you to be comfortable with retiring mm-hmm. and say, yes. okay, you know, I'm going to cut my ties here after 28 years and put on, take off my deputy sheriff Jefelle. badge yeah, and put my on my, my health, health badge. Yes. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it so much because. Um, sometimes we get stuck. We get stuck someplace that we don't see a way out of. And I love, mm-hmm. um, I love your deputy sheriff badge because I think you're going to be missed there. And I think that yeah. you're going to be, um, you know, what you do there is special for those ladies and waking up that 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 intrinsic motivation with them over there. Mm-hmm. But I'm so blessed that you are um, coming over here to do to to lock arms with me and become, you know, a health coach. Um I put the phone number here, you guys, for phone calls. I'm not sure if we have any phone calls right now. So I put the number we don't get a lot of phone calls, but I always want to open it up. So we've got about seven minutes left. So if you want to call in, call in within the next couple minutes. But um
1: I mean like last night when I was at work, at least three different deputies, we're gonna miss you. I was decorating yeah. for Christmas and they're like, who's going to decorate for Christmas? Who's going to decorate? I completely I decorate the whole guard station. I decorate for Halloween. They're like, who's going to decorate? I'm like, I don't know. They're oh, like, we're going to miss gosh. you. And just things are happening at the department with things changing. And they're like, where's our senior deputies going to go? Who's going to pr- who's going to protect us? And then I go outside where the inmates are at, and they, they said, I'm going to stop being a worker when you retire because I don't want to have to work under anybody else, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, then because because you, time time. you care, you <laughs> so.
0: care, and I'm sure there are people that are that, that that care too, you know, for sure. But you've been there for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You've been there for a long time.
1: But I'm 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 excited because I'm not scared to leave because I know what's ahead of me. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm already working over forty plus hours a week and doing the health coaching that sometimes I wish I wasn't working at the Sheriff's Department so I can really even divulge more into my clients. um, And because my clients are becoming coaches and they have clients. So I just want to put the health badge on of health, hope, and happiness and just be a mom at home and not have to have my son say, are you going to work tonight? (sighs) <sighs> that just kills me. It's like a knife in heart.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about that. You just came in here after a 12-hour work shift. Yes. You went to work at what time and you got off at what time?
1: I went to work last night at 6 p.m. I got off at 6 a.m., was home about 7 a.m., left my house at about 7.45, got here, and I'm here. Hi! Hi. I'm here, bright and early. i a 12-hour work shift, people.
0: <laughs> this is why she, she's the queen of, of babe, babe alerts, babe alerts for sure. So, um, it, You do have a call. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bring them on. Hey there. Who's this?
4: This is uh, your cousin, Hi. Seth. Hi, cuz,
0: oh. men of Facebook. Oh.
4: Hello. How are you? Doing good. How are you guys?
0: I'm good. Guys I'm
4: good. Looking great on video, videos. So oh. Doing a great job.
0: Hi, well, Abby. <laughs> I'm sure you called in to hey, say hey. something to your lovely wife.
4: Oh, of course. No, she's looking beautiful as always.
0: She can hear you.
4: <laughs> I know she can.
0: Okay, good. Did you wanna? Did you wanna kind of chime in on our conversation a little bit, Seth?
4: Um, no, just, uh, just listening to all the historical stuff, bringing back obviously a lot of memories. So that's, uh, pretty awesome to listen to. And stories, I guess we get complacent and life just continues. So we're so accustomed to everything being a certain way and we tend to forget sometimes. If we look back, it puts things in perspective. So it's been nice to listen to Victoria's stories and remember all the good times mm-hmm. that uh, we tend to take for granted. Yes,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Anything you want to Anything you want to say in closing? We're going to be wrapping it up here in a couple minutes.
4: I'll ask you one quick question, and I'll let you ladies uh, talk about it on the radio. Yeah. Uh, why is it that you believe so many people say no? when presented with the opportunity to lose weight. So I'll go ahead and hang up and I'll let you guys answer that.
0: Okay. Nice. Oh gosh, that's yeah. a loaded question. Okay, love you, Seth.
1: Love you, babe. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I think people are scared. Yeah. I think they're really scared of failing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And totally. They've done so many other diets before that they didn't have the support. And I think we're trying to tell them you will have the support. You don't have to check in once a week. This is an everyday thing. You can check in with me 24 hours if you have a question. Yeah. and Especially with me because I'm... Up in the day, I'm up yeah. in the night. So I think people are just really scared. They're scared yeah. of the unknown and of failing yeah. again. And I think that's why your fabulous support page that we have—that's over a thousand, almost two thousand now. Um, yeah, we're up
0: about uh, fifteen hundred and fifty people. Shout
1: out that's, to the Drop It yeah. Like a Hot Woo! crew. What up? That's eats? going so strong and. I I completely always ask my clients how you doing on that. How do you like that? Yeah. So I really think when we're asking people, and you know, our health assessment is it it digs in deep. Yeah. So with people, we're we're getting into everything yeah. their health and their meds and their allergies and things like that and how they got to that weight. Yeah. How we view ourselves. How we and, view ourselves. I,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what you what you just said is that. You know, it's that diet mentality. Mm -hmm. It's that round and round and round and round because they've been on so many diets before. And at the end of the day, we offer something different. And sometimes I think they don't understand how to feel about that. Like this isn't a diet, it's a science and it's a lifestyle change. If this was a diet, I would have failed a long time ago because I failed at everything else. I have done it all, right? right? So it's that, it's that mentality change, and people are scared of that. People don't like change, but at the end of the day, and I just did um, something on this, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of close with this. Um, be thankful, you know, for everything you have. It's the week of Thanksgiving. I wanted to say that. Um, count your blessings today. If you have air in your lungs, count your blessings. But um, if you are looking to lose weight, just know that if you decide to to go for it and you have a health coach, that that person is going to believe in you before you believe in yourself. Yeah. And that's what we do here. We provide you hope. We provide you with a solution and we provide you with belief, not only in yourself, in the program and so many other areas of your life. And if you get your, this part of your life straight, so many other things will fall into place. So Love you guys so much, Victoria. Yes. Thank, thank you for you. being on. Happy thank Thanksgiving. You for being my cousin week. and
1: coach. Oh
0: my bless, gosh. Bless. Totally. Bless. Happy Thanksgiving Goodbye. week, everyone. Love See you. See
2: you. Yeah.